I actually hit record right before you did that. So <laughs> I'll leave it in. We'll leave it. Okay. Hey, everybody, guess what Jeremy's doing? He is on his phone. What is happening? I feel Del, like. Telefono. Oh, this just needs to be screwed in. Telefono. I like how I was like, no screaming, and the baby immediately starts screaming. Oh, shit, yeah. It doesn't really matter. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, I did. There's a lot of them in this house. Yes, it's true. <laughs> oh. oh Clinked me. Oh, yeah. Mm. We had a really good time on Thanksgiving. I just saw like Isaac's post. Was he being serious? That he Which one? Oh no, no. he's he's an odd one. <laughs> Does everyone know his name? Oh, I don't know. I think so, actually. Okay, it's fine. Yeah. You know what? You're on the internet. Things happen. Yeah, <laughs> you get doxed. Was he actually um, pretty upset about it? Or? No, no. He's that's his his, his love language is um, oh, being yeah. vicious. Oh god, yeah. Yeah, it works. It does. No one's allowed to have a problem with me correctly analyzing their <laughs> their behavior. <laughs> so hopefully he's not pissed. It's like you fucker, you fucking asshole. How dare you say that out loud yeah. publicly? Um. Anyway, I'm not even gonna ask how you're doing. We're good. What's, what's today? The season five, episode twelve. Oh yeah. Episode twelve is from today. It's on. Do we want to turn that off? No, we're good on. Okay. Yeah. It's a little more prisony. It's a little more David Fincher having that light on. I know it's more creepy. We should like it should be a little green color graded. <laughs> yes. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Did you need think, to do your rant? I don't remember what the rant was about. Uh, ice oh, skating. <laughs> the, I guess that's a good topic because it's not that. Uh, I don't it's know not that I, serious of a topic, but yeah. I, th- I think that. Uh, how can I put that? How can I start it? I think there's a weird social pressures for fathers mm-hmm. to be present in their children's um, like sporting or musical events or whatever that they're doing, that their extracurricular activity. That they suck at? That it, it isn't even if they suck at it, but when they're young and every young person is not good at it. Yeah. It's like, that's why they get into it because they're learning. They're learning to be better, right? Yeah. And so if you're learning to dance, it's like, yeah. okay you give them about eight ten years yeah and then you're probably a little good at it right yeah. hopefully anyways like why are you, you watching s- a five-year-old ice skate yes yeah but, but why watch a kid who just starting out she listens back to this years later and she's like <gasps> <laughs> dad this is true about all my kids and i have to go to so many fucking events and the worst part is that then you, it's not just your kid there's everybody else's yeah. shitty kid and so it's like they put on these shows when there's nothing at stake right yeah. It isn't as if it's a competition. They're not graded on it. They put on these weird shows for the families. Like I remember uh, thinking back on like my Spanish immersion choir concerts where we yeah. had to sing like colores, like, mm-hmm. like and, and like little costumes as like five year olds, and like I, I imagine my mom liked it, but my dad just being like, "Yeah, it's fine. Could, it's fine. I could do without." You know? <laughs> like, I don't like listening to children. Um, yeah, sing. sing exactly. It's actually I was at the, the um, at the the All Saints Mass, All oh, Saints yeah. Day Mass. What is that mass? Just All Saints Mass? Or, so, yeah, yeah, Saints. Is this a vigil? Saints vigil? Yeah. I don't know. It was a vigil. Oh, I don't know. Um, it feels like there's a word for everything that I don't know. Um, but they had like a children's choir singing, but it was like 25, 30 kids. Yeah. And it was just one single note. Yeah. And yeah. they had one, like probably nine year old, like chanting. Okay. It's actually pretty okay. Yeah. And that's the thing is that 
I don't care if the kid is young but spectacular, mm-hmm. and then it's impressive. I, mm-hmm. I, I think the, the dad going there, <laughs> the dad should be impressed by what their kid is doing. If if the kid is unimpressive, just let the mom go because the mom thinks it's going to think is cute no matter what. The dad is just going to be like, "Well, you kind of sucked, but whatever." <laughs> you know, it's kind of like if you, if the kid brings you a drawing and the drawing really sucks. You're like, "Hey, dad, I just got back from soccer," and he's like, you know, "Yeah, he's like they doing." Yeah, and you, no, you, okay, 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 why? Yeah, why, I, why do I want to see my kid lose? <laughs> be better and then come back to me. You know, be, be good enough to try for a team and then it's something that that, that, that I would uh, that, that that maybe I'll consider. But yeah, there there is this um, weird social pressure. I think, and I think it's more pressure on the father than the mom i think because socially we're all aware that the dad doesn't want to be there mm. it's it, it's like if you don't go to these things everybody considers considers you a bad father or if you um or if the kid sees your your the absent dad there and mm. sees their friend's dad and then they feel resentful mm. and so i have to go to all these fucking shows like an obligation that i go to so many shows do you sit on your phone year. or something or what do you do no i, I try to watch but um, uh, you know amanda always could tell really dramatic my like, face you just go like, like you're like <laughs> yeah i guess so yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah your lip yeah. thing <laughs> yeah it's like look you know like, oh have to like bear this and watch little fat kids who can't do shit just so i could see my beautiful daughter grow up there but then she might be good she might be bad but it's, it's nothing going to be like and you say she did pretty well at the talent show or something that she did she did better than expected oh but that's still you not know? good yes like you, you can see potential for her being good at, yeah like, so call me call me when you're good yeah and then call me when you're good <laughs> She like calls you on the phone. She's like, "Daddy, are you, you know, call me when you're good." You're <laughs> Damn, son. <laughs> and I know many dads feel this way, even if they'll never admit it out loud. But you know, I, I'll I mean, be, you tell Amanda that all the time. I'm yeah. Sure. Oh yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm the asshole that's willing to admit things out loud. Yeah. But yeah, it, well, it's because you like you think it's fun. I do. Yeah. You like the reaction, but it's but it's true. It's like yeah, you see, it's like I I don't. This is not a place for a father really to be in. The father, there, there, there's, you know, like the mom is the unconditional love. And not to say that the dad doesn't have conditional love, but the mom should be the security for the child for the rest of his life. It's just mm-hmm, the way that mm-hmm. it is. It's like, yeah. shit hits the fan, he goes to jail. You call your mom. Yeah, you call your mom. You want, mm-hmm. you want, you need that security, which is why I think two parents is essential for proper upbringing to, for a child. Yeah. The father should be the one who the son or the daughter really wants to impress. The, yeah. the, the father is the one who they... The father should be an aspirational figure to the child. Yeah. And I think this is especially true to the son. And so, what, what, what age did that start for you to want to impress your dad? I think that that was a, that was a hard... I think that was a hard part with my parents' relationship is that I didn't. Oh. <laughs> my, my mom was more impressive. Oh, she was the one who wanted to be impressed? Yes. Which like, is probably not great for a mom to No, be. it isn't, yeah. <laughs> it not, really to, isn't. not to psychoanalyze too yeah. much. But. And so I think there was a strain there because I respected my mom more than I respected my dad. Yeah. And it was just because I felt... I, I, when, oh, I 100% respected my dad more than my mom. <laughs> yeah. But I think it, I'm the second part of smartest person in this yes, house. Yes, yeah. Because there is something that I think a lot of people re- don't realize, maybe. Maybe mm-hmm. they do realize mm-hmm. it, but children have an instinct for weakness. And mm-hmm. when when they see a weakness of one of the two parents, mm-hmm. he's gonna respect and want to admire the one who shows less weakness. Mm-hmm. 
And my mom was a much stronger one. If it wasn't oh, yeah, my yeah. mom, you know, many things just wouldn't happen. Well, your mom is, is, as far as personalities go, like in the top percentile of strength. Like, yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> and so and that isn't to say that my dad was weak, but he was weaker than her. And so, Well, that's just not possible. To <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, it was going to be a man that's stronger than your mom. I know. It'd be a terrifying me, man. Me, yeah. really. I mean, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm the only one she listens to, really. Yeah. Um, Why did you listen to your brothers? I know exactly. Yeah, she doesn't. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't. But I'm the I'm the only one that could ever really actually make my mom shut up. Um, yeah, so leave them here. Be good. Oh, I for, I think she handed me the yeah a couple weeks ago. Or yeah. Anyway. Yeah, and so um, but yeah, I, I think a prop the proper dynamic is the mom needs to be the nurturing one that the kid just always feels comfortable to be a shithead to. Yeah. And that, that's just the way that, that it should be, right? The, yeah. The, the oh, son, I was a shithead to my mom yes, for 10 years, yeah. The son should be a shithead to the, mo- to, to the mother, and that, that sounds horrible, but it's, he needs to be a shithead to, to one of the two parents, yeah. right? And it better not be the dad. It better if not it's be the, the dad. dad it's, yes, and if it's the dad, the dad feels weakness. Up. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, uh, yeah, it's not yeah. something. And, and I think that's why I gravitated more, even though I never got to meet him in person, but I gravitated more towards my grandfather, my mom's side. Because he was strong. There were the, yeah, he was a gen, he, he, he was gently strong, mm-hmm. meaning that he knew how to tame women. Mm-hmm. Like he was super gentle. He called them all beautiful. And he had like, he had about eight women. So it's, it's like, <laughs> there, there's a certain, there's a certain charm and, and, <laughs> and strength to his character. Was he the black one? No, no he was that, was, that, that was, black that was the one that you're. My grandma was black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was, he was the yeah. Spaniard that loved black women. And so, colonizer um, mindset. Yes, I get yeah. it. I get it. <laughs> yeah. I understand. And so there was there was a certain respect I had for him. He's, bring, he's bringing he in the gospel. <laughs> 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 it lacked for my dad. Is that yeah. my dad showed too much weakness constantly, and my mom like you know control. Yeah, my dad was uh, the quiet strength kind of. Was he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like like if you ever, if you ever got to meet my grandfather, he was super lovely. Like he was mm-hmm. just really gentle, but it was like you know. Like there were some videos that I saw that the when my mom went over there mm-hmm. that they took, and it was like he was gentle, but when he was sitting in the seat, like the women would cater to him, like they yeah. would bring him his food, they would yeah, yeah. bring him his blanket, and he would just like he was sitting there like a king. And I, I was just like, oh, that's so that's so beautiful. <laughs> and his daughters let they okay, all you love do him. talk about your family, and everybody's like, oh, <laughs> yes. like, oh, okay. And my mom loved him. Like, yeah, he was the only one that could ever tame her as, as well as I. Probably, obviously, better than me because he was her dad. But like, he could make her like calm. Like her yeah. hysteria and his presence that goes away. That's what I do for my mom too. Yeah, yeah but like, I think yeah. that's what sons do for their moms. Yes, yeah, they treat their moms like shit for a while, mm-hmm. and then when their moms need it, they come back around. Yes, <laughs> and feel kind of bad about yeah. it forever. <laughs> but the, the the dad should be someone who the child respects mm-hmm. to a um to a degree of wanting to impress. And so when I think socially, when you make these kind of shows obligatory for the fathers, mm-hmm. the kid f- sees no reason to be great. No, he just doesn't anymore because like, well, my dad's going to love me and be there anyways, no matter what. Well, it makes you vocalize more disapproval of it. Yes. You, you have to tell them they did a shitty job. Yes, now. exactly. Yeah. Which when, you wouldn't have to, if you just weren't there. Yes, exactly. Cause like, <laughs> it actually forces you to be more of an asshole than if you just didn't show up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think that, that if the kid saw the empty seat until he was great, then he feels like I, I achieved it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I finally achieved it. There were, there was, um, 
don't know if you ever watched it. It's on Netflix, but there, there's a documentary of one of my childhood favorite actors. I don't think I ever talked about him to you, but yeah. his birthday was was one day after mine, Who? but but older, Sylvester Stallone. Oh, of course. Oh, when I was a kid, like he was, yeah. th- th- we had to do a book report one time yeah. and I found a biography of him. From, oh, it was like, so written awesome. in the late 80s. Yeah. And I wrote a book report on him. And so I learned so much about like his life. And, um, you know, like his his father was a son of a bitch, a grandson of a Even, bitch, you know? Yeah. And um, like you would beat him. A grandson of a bitch. Yes. He think that put that you know, like like you've been saying that a lot the last few days. I know for I have. Some yeah, reason. Yeah. It just came to me because um, <laughs> it came to me a few Sundays back when I had to deal with. I don't want to talk about certain people, but I had to deal with him mm-hmm. um, because I was helping Mary um, fix some things. But but yeah, uh, uh, but regardless, like like the father was he was a son of a bitch, you know, and he mm-hmm. was he was horrible to him. And then when they got divorced, apparently Frank Stallone went on with to live with a mom and Sylvester lived with a dad. Mm-hmm. And then there was, there was one point that he wanted to impress his dad. So his dad was a really, really good polo player. Polo? Yeah, polo. Okay. Like really, really good because he was in the military. He, he, learned mm-hmm. it, he learned it over there. And then um, Sylvester Stallone started to become better than him. But he was doing that too impressed of that. And so he finally came to one of his polo matches. And um, and in the middle of the match, the dad came down from the from the stadium to, to the stadium or from the from bleachers the, down the stands yeah, yeah down the stands grabbed him by the shirt threw him on the ground and rode the horse and, and rode away like that that's how much of a son of a bitch he was right <laughs> he made him feel like shit so awesome <laughs> yes and so he never he never wanted to touch a horse again he's like i'm done i'm done with this shit and um and then you know he 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 like the story of sylvester stallone in the end his his achievement, if anybody doesn't know, is just Rocky. a great story. Yeah. The fact that he nobody would give him a job. He he started one movie with um who was the Fonz? Well, I forgot his name was Wrinkler or whatever. Oh, uh, Henry Wrinkler. Yeah. yeah. It, it was like this stupid, like teenage type of movie. Mm-hmm. He and they said the, the only cast they ever wanted to do was like a side cast of um like a punk guy, right? Mm-hmm. Because he, he talked like a retard because he had a birth yeah, defect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He had an injury from childbirth that, um, that killed his whole nerve in the side of his face. Mm-hmm. And so he, he couldn't get any roles. And so um, then he wrote uh, Rocky uh, eventually because mm-hmm. he started to write and everything. It's like what, 1980, 81? Yeah, something 79, like that. 79? Uh, I, I think it was late 70s actually, mm-hmm. yeah. And, um, and then they, he, he went to, um, to sell the movie to Hollywood. And the producers were oh, telling... Oh, 1976. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The producer was saying, well, no, um, we, we want someone else to star. And he was like, no, but I, I wrote this movie for me. That's so badass. And they, they went, I think, all the way up to like, back then, this is 1970s money, about 350000 I think, mm-hmm. to, for him not to star in it. Mm-hmm. So they, they gave him like triple the money that they first quoted him so so that he doesn't star in it. He was like, no, I, I, I want to star in the movie. Yeah. And so basically... No, this is my movie. Yeah. So basically, the Hollywood finally said, okay. Yeah. The producer said, okay. Um, but said, but we're not going to pay you anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, could, he, had you, to, you had to self-fund it. Yeah. You have yeah. To, you know, they funded the movie, but mm-hmm. he didn't get a paycheck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so they, they, they helped fund the movie, but he said, but we're not going to pay you anything. We're not going to pay you for the script or the acting, mm-hmm. but you could collect royalties. Mm-hmm. And so then he, then he signed the contract. He just collect royalties for this. And he made millions. And he and made millions. millions. He won a well, it's weird Oscar. that the making of Rocky is like Rocky. It is, yes. 
And, and he, he, he really is a self-made fact, person. Like even just thinking about the movie Rocky makes yes. my face tingle. Oh, I know. Like, it's you know you're going to lose. Yes. <laughs> you it's do it such anyway. such a good movie. Oh, my God. That's why I think it's my mom's number one favorite is movie it? of yeah. all time. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's really, really good. Because one, like, heavy-hitting sports movies yes. are, like, the best. Yeah. Especially when, when it's also a love story. I yeah. mean, more than anything, is about that relationship. Yeah. But, like... The thing about him is fucking turtles. Is that yes, <laughs> is that he could not have been who he was if he didn't have that father who was a son of a bitch oh, yeah. to him. Oh, There's yeah. no way that he could have. Mm-hmm. He couldn't have rise to that occasion because mm-hmm. if the dad were just approving of everything that he did, so everything they do is fine, he would feel no need to prove it. Mm-hmm. And um and, and and so it's it, then like when he got famous and everything he he they went to, I think maybe 15 20 years so he just didn't talk to his dad because mm-hmm. it's so pissing him mm-hmm. because uh, it, it was in the 80s he 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 said I finally you know I finally made it big I'm making money um he wanted to do a polo game with his dad and so they like televised it mm-hmm. and the dad like with his horse ran into him and he had a back injury already and then Sylvester Stallone fell down and like walked off like a storming little baby brat he was like the oh dad did? no Sylvester Stallone <laughs> <laughs> He it, it, was, it was a cheap shot. It was a cheap shot. Like he was really, really pissed. And at, at that point, he didn't talk to him again. Like for another fifteen years, twenty years, <laughs> until until he was on his until, until the dad was on his deathbed. And <laughs> that's so stupid. And in the deathbed, you know, he finally came. Um, and and um, and you know what his dad said to him? He was like, he's like, I, you know what, son, you got to learn how to forgive people. You got to learn. How to love he was, As he's dying. Yes. <laughs> and then he was like, what an asshole. Yes. Like, would you just came to this epiphany now, right before death? So they really had a great last few weeks together. Like, it, it, it was it was a beautiful last few weeks that it's they had together. such a funny face. I know. But yeah, there's, but, but there is this, like, that's an exaggerated version of it. I'm not saying yeah, that yeah, that's yeah, a role yeah. model, but the dad needs to be something of that figure for the son. Um, so that he has something to aspire to, so they have someone to impress. And so, if if the if the kid brings you a shitty drawing, mm-hmm. and you just say, "Oh no, it's fine, it's good," I'm like, "Oh my gosh, it's so good!" It's like, no, you're doing the mother's activity. You know, you should you should just be unimpressed. You'd be yeah. like, "That's fine," but you know, just get better. And um, I'm just looking up. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course, raised Catholic. Oh yeah, yeah, he's heavy Catholic. Oh, I was laughing. Um, Bill mentioned something about Charlie Sheen earlier today. Oh yeah, and we were talking about how insane he was. Yeah, and his like specific brand of insanity. And I was like, mm-hmm. he was raised Catholic. Oh yeah, he was. And then yeah. I looked it up, and his name is Emilio Irwin Estevez. Yeah, and Emilio I was Estevez. Like, yeah, I was like, oh yeah, because okay. his dad Emilio Estevez. Was the yeah. he, he was in uh, what was that movie? He's like Emilio Aragon something something yeah, yeah. de Estevez. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Emilio Estevez knows his brother. Yes, and he's then Carlos Estevez. Charles Carlos Sheen, Irwin yeah, Estevez. Yeah, yeah. Car- Carlos and Estevez. then his dad is, is Martin Sheen. So Martin Mar- Sheen. Martino Estevez or something. Like that, yeah, um, but yeah, there, there, there's a. Uh, it was just like oh duh. Yeah, because uh, back then they thought that if you had a Spanish last name, nobody's going to hire you. Is that like the Whoopi Goldberg thing? Yeah. And so he made up the last Ramon name Antonio Gerardo Estevez. Oh, is nice. <laughs> Ramon so Antonio Gerardo yeah. Estevez. But right. Emilio Estevez yeah. rejected that whole thing. And so he says he's going to keep his name. So he was the only one that kept his name. Was he in 
Mighty Ducks. Like, that's probably his most famous movies that he made. <laughs> also, you know, Breakfast Club. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, Breakfast Club, Mighty Ducks, all that shit. He was the, which one was he in the Breakfast Club? He was the fist guy? No. No, that was J- 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 Jude. Jude. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he's someone else. something. You know. He was the better looking one. He, he has like. Um, the blonde? Yeah, blonde hair. Oh, he was the jock guy. Yeah. Not, I don't know what they're. Blue I, eyes, yeah. Yeah, I don't remember what the. I'm not a Breakfast Club fan. Yeah. Um, I think it's boring as hell. It's not that good of a movie. It's it's one of those timepieces that um, I think that if you're in that era, it's great. It yeah, it's great. It makes it, you feel reflective. It's related. Yeah, it's relatable. Yeah, that, that's all that it is. Because it is extremely eighties. It is yes. Yeah. Like everyone, it, it reflects everyone's high school experience. Yeah, was in high school in the eighties. Yeah, it's the same reason why I I no matter what I I like the movie. I'm um, ten things I hate about you. Yeah. It's really reflective of the 90s. Mm-hmm. Everything about that movie just reeks 90s high school years mm-hmm. that I can't watch that without feeling represented in, 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 that, yeah. in that film. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's beautiful. But yeah, the, I think every era has that. Yours probably would be Mean Girls, at least for the girls. When was Mean Girls? 2005? 2005, yeah. When were you like in high nine. school? Oh, okay. <laughs> like probably the, the generation 2010s. before yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. like the early 2010s. Yeah. Like, like 2009. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what that'd be. Yeah, I don't know. What's either. weird is Scott Pilgrim versus the world feels extremely. That's kind of your of generation. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That kind of hipster. Yeah, I would say that's the, like, yours. hipster yeah. indie yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah, that's your generation. There's like, also a metric. I'm, you know, I'm the world's greatest yeah, metric yeah. fan. Right, yeah. The band in it is modeled after metric. Yeah. Um, yeah it's but every generation has that and you watch those teenage movies and even if objectively they're not the best movies you still could watch it and be like wow well i was watching yeah. that um watched good time the safety brothers oh movie, right yeah which is you should watch if you haven't seen it it's actually, no, I have not seen it's, it. it's 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 uncut gems 1.0 really yeah it's exactly the same style yeah. um okay. same composer i don't know the good yeah. dated one of the red scare girls i love fucking <laughs> uncut gems. um but so uncomfortable through the entire movie it's so they're so good at including details that know you let you know exactly what time yeah in which or exactly the time in which the movie's incur- occurring yeah. but it's not criticizing it or making a commentary on it yeah yeah like um they make a comment in in good time when they're trying to post bail with a credit card and the, the chip's not working the lady goes oh these chips are the bane of my existence and i was like yeah. oh it's 2017 or whatever and oh, we're yeah, all yeah. complaining about the chips and the credit cards <laughs> like yeah just stuff like that, like like uncut gems. The phones they're using, it's extreme. Oof. I think it's supposed to take place about two thousand twelve, something like that, or yeah, something. Yeah. And it just is so extremely two thousand twelve. It is, man. But I remember I, that, I that movie. I just that again. because when I when I when I, when I used to develop film, yeah. And Mad Men, I used to just turn something on. Mm-hmm. That was one of the nights where I turned it on, and, and got no the, work done. Yeah, I got no work done <laughs> because it just engrosses you immediately. It's, the soundtrack is the weirdest I've ever heard. Yes, it's weird. The, the intensity of the camera angles. Yep. Uh, like, uh, well, uh, something I noticed. And he did. Um, I, I really Adam thought Sandler. Adam Sandler showed his acting skills. I think that was probably movie. his best Yes, role. at least for acting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it was just, it was amazing. It was insane. Like, oof. It's what did I say? It's Jews yelling at each other. The movie, yes, yeah. <laughs> like, it's so uncomfortable. Um, then when he's like with that one Celtic player, what's his name? Or Celtics? I'm sorry, I always call it Celtics. Oh, Kevin Garnett. Yeah, Kevin Garnett. That's so random. I know, but it was just it was so realistic. Too. <laughs> it was literally this. Is, I know. Yeah, <laughs> like, this like, might as well have actually happened. Yeah, this yeah, might actually be a so biography. Good, yeah, yeah. I love that movie. 
The one thing I noticed about their their style, mm-hmm. I don't know if they've done anything. I don't think they have done anything since those two. I, they may, they mm. probably have before. Yeah, I'm not a historian, but um, yeah, yeah, those are their two major ones. They do almost no establishing shots at all. That's true. You yeah. almost don't know where they are. Ever. I think it that's could be why anywhere. it's a bit unsettling. Yeah. It, it throws you into the yeah. Narrative but you never get to know where they are. Yeah. You almost never back off of their faces. I know it's very very weird. <laughs> it is. It's worth it though. It's awesome. It's a different way to do a film that, that I just appreciate. It. That's cool. Is like um, like the A twenty four, um, A twenty four is like funding it, it just it's a, a plethora of really good movies. Yeah, they're like the anti studio, the yeah. anti the anti studio system. Yeah, yeah. Like technology's gotten cheap enough that you can just open your mm. own production company and fund true. incredible movie after yeah. incredible movie. Yeah, yeah. That competes with the, the oh, whatever yeah. whatever the mainstream is doing that no yeah. one actually cares about. I heard the Napoleon movie is kind of sucky. Oh really? Which is disappointing because he, he deserves a good, oh I, I I have to yeah I I want to see that the, they do the coronation scene and I have to see oh, I have okay. to see how they visually interpret yeah, Napoleon's yeah. coronation yeah. Anyone who hasn't looked into that, they're just reading an account of Napoleon's coronation. Yeah, yeah. They literally, there is a Napoleonic rite. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> the, the Catholic Church wrote yeah. a Napoleonic rite. I know. To crown Napoleon. <laughs> he was one of the good guys. I know he was. Um, I, just, I remember so vividly. We talked about it like probably a year and a half ago now, but yeah. I, do, I remember just being in school and they talk about him like he's a tyrant and it wasn't until later where I just started to not research every, Not every more. strong man is a tyrant. No. It was, it was the fucking liberals that took over France. That <laughs> I was, know, that the killed tyrants. all the clergy and yes. burned all the churches, yeah. His only downside was that he failed. That's really the only part that I think was, was bad. He, he needed to have succeeded, man. France could have been great again. Re-Christianizing Europe. Yeah. I think they still have, they have the potential though. Out of, out of everywhere that I've been in Europe, I would say Italy and France, France a little bit more so. Or more Catholic? Ha, has a potential to become Catholic. Again. You think it's Italy less? Is it because they're lazy? Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's really it. <laughs> they, they, were, they, were they don't follow, know how good they have it. They will follow suit. Yeah. It, Italy is like... Well, it, it is the, it, 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 Italy. Yeah. I said idiotly. Idiotly. Italy is definitely a follower. It, yeah, they yeah. are, yeah. I think if France... But they know what's movement, true when they're shown it. Yes, they definitely do. Yeah. And they, they, there's still a ton of like strong Catholics there. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I've met just just beautiful people in Italy. Mm-hmm. But there's something about the atmosphere in France that I feel like it, it has a greater potential to influence all of Europe. Well, there's a reason that Charlemagne was French. Yes, yes. <laughs> there's yeah. something right there that if it starts, it, mm-hmm. I think it would just spread. It's like Charles de Gaulle. Like yeah, the, that's what we need. We need we need France to become great again. Make France great again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Re-Christianize Europe that way. Spain too. Let's do Spain yes, also yeah. while we're at it. Oh yeah, the greatest Christianizing force to ever grace the face of the planet. I know. I do think that. Uh, I do think there's a growing number of people who are just sick and tired of liberalism in Europe and bullshit. Mm-hmm. Because when they say liberalism, they mean the Liberal, truth. liberalism. Yes. Yeah, they liberalism. Mean, yeah, they mean the actual, French liberalism. Yes, yeah. yeah. And, I, and, I, and just... The word liberty is so French. I know it is, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, and I think there is a, there's a stronger and stronger movement that's just... 
I think eventually it's it, it. It has to. It has to. Liberalism is a cancer, and uh, yeah, <laughs> in the last like two hundred and some years, that um, that it's not going to last that long. There's no way that it can. No. It's it's falling apart in itself upon its own stupidity. It's it can't um, it can't hold anything up properly because it's so vapid. Well, it, it posits nothing. Yes. So, yeah. Hopefully it begins in France. I, th- I think they they could it probably will. They could swing a huge wrecking ball. Macron based Macron and his ancient wife. His ancient wife is unsettling. <laughs> I know, but it's a weird thing. Have yeah. we talked about that on the show? Yeah, we have actually. The, the, really? Mm-hmm. The, that if their their age difference, if the yeah, at least for them it's like a weird sex thing. Like at least yeah. you're having fun, but like when yeah. the woman's like a year older than the man, it's like, it's what like, are you guys doing? I know. I guess too. This feels weird. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> like the man should be ten years older than yes, the woman, yes. or the woman can be like thirty years older than the man, and then it's just a weird, <laughs> a weird then it's just like a weird kink. thing. But like all yeah. the all the military guys at work, their wives are all like two years older than them. And yeah, it's just like what are you? Like, what are you doing? Is she your mom? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like what the, what's your guys' relationship like? Well, yeah, I think they just want to be dominated. I, that's the only thing I could think of. It's like you just all want, of our listeners turn out to have wives that are two years older than oh, me. Sure, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's not weird. <laughs> and they, 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 I mean, socially, they try to make the opposite weird. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're an older, like 40 year old guy wanting to get like a 20 some year old wife, like, mm-hmm. oh, this is gross. How is that gross? That's beautiful. I think 35, 25 is pretty solid and easy, good. I think 45, 25 is good. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that was that was the norm for a while. Yeah, because it's beautiful. That's when the guys... I wonder if women agree. Do you think most women yes, agree I, with I that? I think intuitively they do, but socially they don't. Just so they freak out after mm-hmm. like 10 seconds of being okay with it? Yeah. And they're like, wait, no! Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, I think um, yeah, women just, they, they, they actually do find men in their late 30s, early 40s much more... Mm, well, they're more masculine. Yeah, they're much more masculine. They're, they're worth marrying. You know, they, they want they want your their your baby inside of them, and that's yeah. the way that they kind of phrase it. <laughs> I want to have your baby. Yeah, I want your baby inside of me. I'm sure there's guys that experience that who would never say it to the wife. No, nobody has ever said that to me. No, they do. <laughs> sorry, 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 dude. <laughs> yes, sorry, women. <laughs> women listening out there if your husband's oh. extremely masculine and he's in his late 30s early 40s that was, there was a young woman that said it that was so summer. funny watching mm-hmm. midsummer oh yes and, yeah. and realizing that the scene this the weird sex yeah. scene was exactly what you were talking about when you yeah yeah when you asked your public sex question <laughs> yes, it yeah. clicked i was like oh every yeah. single thing he said as a joke is exactly a, a detail in this scene yeah yeah because when, when, when we started parceling it out that's when movie, that movie came to my mind because exactly well, how came, that scene goes yes, down because, that's a little weird <laughs> yes. oh yeah of course it is like, that's a little freaky no because what first came into my mind is because i um i a few years back and he showed up on my facebook because he's still friends with me fuck it book i I, sh- I shot a wedding for quote unquote pagans uh oh what does that mean you know there were like people who claimed to be practicing pagans. Uh-oh. Why? Uh, because this is your atheist phase? No, no. I would just, they hired me. Oh. <laughs> yes. They hired me and, and we had to kike up. Um, you had to kike up. <laughs> kike up. <laughs> what is that place? 
a hatcher pass uh-huh. so I so this was I think 2009 mm-hmm. Justin, and uh, yeah we hiked up there did they have a group sex do. ceremony they said they were supposed to they were like to, to make this proper we're supposed to um, consummate our marriage in front of you the witnesses and um, and so that's when I was like oh really so that's when I started looking it up back then I was like oh that is what weird. year was that uh, 2009 oh okay yeah yeah okay. and so um, and so when he popped up on my Facebook before this that's what that's what I had in my mind originally. But then when you, were, then you were when you're oppressing me on like what would it mean? The vi- the you image of midsummer is what came to mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, it was just funny because that was a weird ass scene. Oh, it was, but it also was beautiful. I but thought it was very well shot. Yeah. yeah. Well, not only that, but I think just the scene in I general. I think it was, was a quite, little pathological. It was a bit weird. <laughs> I think the whole the whole thing that they were doing, their whole operation, was weird. <laughs> yes, um, but it was, it was very pagan. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's where he was trying to get at. That's why it was in that northern pagan region. What is it? Sweden? Switzerland? I can't remember. What, Sweden. What, Sweden, yeah. North of Sweden. Because, yeah, that, that's what they all did. Mm-hmm. All the Norsemen had this, um, like, public sex thing. So mm-hmm. did the ancient Greeks, but not as much as the northern um, Europeans. Well, did. and it also wasn't, like, a ceremonialized right, for yeah. the Greeks. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't, yeah. For the Greeks, they were just fucking outside. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> But the nor- the Northern Europeans were doing it like really structuredly. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they're doing structuredly, um, and I think that's the part that I, I still in my head. I it, it's almost probably the same way that you feel about the organ in the in the church. Yeah, it's like you know I, I feel like it can be okay. it can be perverted, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it is perverted. Mm-hmm. And I think I think it's it's that same like the organ can be the most reverent. But yes, it's not yeah. necessarily, but it's not necessarily yeah. yeah. Like like I could see I could I could see situations where it's just not people just whacking off to so having public sex. I think it could be a because the women were doing their thing to themselves. And yes, were, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because they they were thinking that they're channeling. I thought that childbirth. was interesting. Yeah. Was in that in that scene in Midsummer, mm-hmm. they're all moaning together. Yes, yeah. at the same time that the girl, what's it, Danny or yeah, yeah, the, whatever her name is, she looks like young Hillary Clinton to me. Mm, that's interesting. I have to see it again too. too. Let me while I'm. Yeah. What's her name? Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh. And then I will look up young Hillary Clinton. Clinton. And I'm going to show you both, even if you decide that you do agree with me first. So yeah. there's young Hillary. Okay. And then Florence Pugh in. That's actually a good picture of Hillary. She wasn't that horrible looking. Yeah. When she was young. Well, Billy Clinton wouldn't wouldn't go for it if she wasn't. He likes him a little thicker than than, than I do. Yeah. But yeah, she looks she looks like young Hillary Clinton to me. Oh, her. Yeah. Kind of. She's a little chubbier. She is. Yeah. I kind of liked that she was a little a little mm-hmm. odd. Yeah. Um, she was insufferable to me though. Then I, I could not stand her character. Why the frowning? Everything about her, like the weeping. It's like just stop, man! You're so pathetic. Uh, yeah, after was, after the death. Yes, I I only liked her in the end when she burned him down and she was kind of smiling. That was, was like, a cool inversion. Yeah, I was like, now I like. But you. um, the entire time you were insufferable. But in that so bitch. in that sex scene, they're like they're all like you know, yeah, moaning together. Yes, but then when yes. she sees that and they're in the like the big house mm-hmm. where everybody sleeps and they're all screaming together at the same yes, time, I was yeah. like. Yeah. That's not wrong. I know. That's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> like the screaming together, like all of the women. Yeah. 
channeling her screaming into their yes, feelings and exactly, everyone feeling yeah, yeah. it together. Yeah. Uh, it, is, it is pagan, but I, I could see one Christianizing it. Yeah. The way that I we don't, Christianize yeah, a lot of things. Yeah, I don't yeah. think that that's wholly wrong. Yes. I just, yeah. that was... Yeah, something clicked watching that. I was like, this would be good for women to be able to do. Yes, yeah. That <laughs> you partake in it. Yeah, the, the, yeah. Like, the like, she's like screaming and... But they heighten Cause, cause her women, screaming. Women are and, empathetic creatures by nature. Yeah. And so I think that empathy can play a bigger role in each other's lives. That's what community. I like about his movies is you can't really tell if what they're doing is bad. Yes, yeah. You're kind of like... There's always some goodness. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like in Hereditary, the, yeah. you're kind of like, is this bad? I mean, yes, yeah. but also like... That was a little more demonic. Yes, well, yeah, it was yeah. wildly more demonic. <laughs> yeah. But like... This one was more just perverted in its... Pagan. It's just yeah, pagan. Just, yeah. Because I like the, the old people dying thing. I had no problem with that, but people... Old people that. jumping off yeah. the cliff thing? Yeah. You think they should kill themselves? I think that's suicide. I don't think that that's I, technically good. I think that we keep people alive yes so i do agree i actually think that that's better than keeping people alive too long yes yeah i agree yeah i think i think we just have a weird god complex in the society in this uh, just western culture that we think that we're saving people's lives but no you're just you're prolonging their death yeah because the whole midsummer movie just feels like a like a is this wrong yes is it wrong it it does is this really better than what we do yes exactly i think that's that's what it was the whole movie yeah yeah and and I just don't think like I I know the Catholic objections and we talked about it and I, I don't want to reopen people's anger or wounds but it's about just that, what the group sex no oh. uh, about about, <laughs> about death I I don't see the actual correlation between euthanasia and abortion I, I think too many oh, pro life you know what I haven't have we talked about that in a while not for a while yeah I don't remember talking about that let's oh really I, yeah. I know some people like wrote us and they were like really pissed at oh really that, yeah. Because I I think it's a it's a dumb argument when when, when any euthanasia at all yes that's dumb I know because it's it's a different situation euthanasia is just public is just um is just the like capital punishment or what do you mean it's any kind of euthanasia no I like I think if somebody's dying of cancer and they're already being dying and you just put a little adrenaline in their blood to kill them it's a mercy kill yeah and I don't see that on the same level well, of, it's obviously not the same as right abortion. As, as abortion and but they always want to That's like you come across a guy who's been run over by a train and he's a severed torso yeah he's you like kill me yeah you're yeah. like i'll take on this little this thing for you yes, yeah yeah and and I, and I do think that it's there there those are those are two different conversations they are and they want this to lump obvious. it yeah they want to lump it together with a pro-life discussion and and so i think canadian healthcare, you know that the commit canadian yes. healthcare thing that's stupid because it's of course. just it's just depressed people yeah yeah and i think it's a different conversation whether as a society we should allow it to happen in the medical field i just think on a personal level if i saw somebody in grave suffering and death was imminent mm. and i choose to put a bullet in their head and i euthanize them that way mm. i would say i did nothing wrong yeah I would gladly answer to God with that. Like, yes, yeah. he was already dying. Yeah. And so I took the liberty and just put him out of his misery. Mm-hmm. And, and so I think, that well, that, that's what capital yeah. punishment is like, like properly, properly practiced. Yeah. yeah. It's like this guy's, he's, his living is more harmful to him than dying. Yes. Yeah, so he gives them the last rites. Yeah. And then, yes. Be done. The sacraments. So Confession. That he could, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he could go to heaven. And so I, 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 I <laughs> is that a, is that a scene in a movie where they give someone the Eucharist and then kill them? 
I have not seen that. That would be pretty powerful. It would, yeah. <laughs> they do that. They do the consecration. Give yeah. The guy, and then they like cut his head off. Yeah, yeah. That could be pretty. It could, yeah. Could be pretty badass. And, and, yeah, and I yeah. think anybody, I, I think there's more relation with euthanasia and capital punishment than there is with euthanasia and abortion. I think abortion is such a separate topic because you're killing an innocent well, it's, life. It's even more absurd. Yes. Yeah. You're killing an innocent life that is, that's in the process of developing to be yeah. fully it's almost forced. the opposite conversation yes yeah exactly yeah while anybody who ha- who is dying who is dying with a sickness has already lived a life and they're already and they're only potential of suffering and they're only potential of suffering and death yeah and and the same thing with um with capital punishment that i think the only justified argument that i have ever heard that that is in any way coherent and rational is that you stop the suffering of their anguish of wanting to be malicious mm-hmm. and given the sacraments so that they could die in peace and correct orientation towards god grace. Yeah. yeah that's the only argument that i've ever found to be convincing mm-hmm. and proper mm-hmm. with that and i and i think that somebody can make a similar argument with euthanasia if somebody the the, the problem that i have many times with euthanasia is just that um the way that it is practiced it is people who are just like i'm sad you I'm, know, homeless. I'm homeless. I'm homeless, <laughs> and I don't want to take the. I'm unhoused. The, I'm unhoused. I don't want to take the responsibility of putting a gun to my head and blowing it. So I'm gonna put that burden onto somebody else. It's like I think that is a dick move. It's like no, you want to commit suicide, be a man and just put a bullet in your head. Don't go to a doctor and be like, inject me with poison. I'm gonna put the burden on you. It's like that's stupid. That's it's just disturbing. Yes, it's disturbing. It's a dick move. I get that. Like, because now you're making them murder you. Yes, I am in no way condoning that. But mm-hmm. the idea that death is imminent and you alleviate the suffering in in, in a certain way, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, there there, there seems to be. There has to be a distinction between that you know yeah, some 21 yeah. year old who's who's unhoused and depressed yeah compared to somebody who got all his limbs blown off yeah or a terrible accident where he's like a quadriplegic it's like no that person is if you honestly walked mm-hmm. away for an hour they would be dead yeah but the fact that modern medicine has kept them alive mm-hmm. and they're just now still breathing that's there. the thing with like you know those the lady you got her oliver her whole face ripped off by the monkey and now she lives as like an abomination mm-hmm. an elephant man looking yeah yeah she should have died yes exactly that's what i mean <laughs> she should not be alive yeah like extreme burn victims yep they should be allowed to die yeah you know how pissed I would be if you I keep, got to... You keep them in a coma for six months yes. and they wake up. It's like, don't it's do that to no, people. Just kill them or let them die. Yeah. But if I, if I got into a horrible car accident and yeah. I found out that my family kept me alive as a quadriplegic, yeah. I would be like so upset. You'd, the, you'd probably go insane. I would. Yeah. That, that would be, no, let me die. For your own narcissism, you kept me alive. It's like, yeah. fuck you guys. Yeah. No. I... Steve Jobs. Yes, <laughs> I will just just yeah. allow me to die. Yeah, yeah, and so I do think that there's a difference there, right? And 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 I, I and too many people don't want to make that difference. They're just saying that I'm pro life, and so every, every life and literally it. everyone has to be kept alive forever. <laughs> yes, yeah, no. But that's the thing. That's the you. you it's not pro life. It's anti murdering babies. Exactly. You yes. can't. The pro life, just the slogan is wrong. Yes. You don't yeah. have a right to live. Yeah, exactly. The people who are about to die don't have a right to live. Mm-hmm. 
let them die <laughs> yeah exactly let them die <laughs> like no one has a right to live nope especially if they're going to be a stump in a wheelchair like don't yeah like if you lose an arm like okay that's gonna suck but yeah but like if you're quadriplegic i mean your lungs don't even work properly yeah like you literally have to like hook shit up to you so you could breathe just take it away yeah you know i think i think if you're a you know like a prolific theologian Mm -hmm. and all you really need to to do good is your voice and your Mm -hmm. mind maybe but I maybe think, i think if somebody was that good of a theologian he would know that he should be dead yes i know but i'm just <laughs> i'm just thinking like some like s- there's a l- tiny bit of leeway but for the vast yeah. majority of people like, no i i, I knew this go. person like, and I'm oh not, christ I'm not christ say, oh christ christ all oh, his sides cut open uh just put yeah. something in there and we'll put him on a drip and then we'll keep him yeah <laughs> we'll keep him we'll keep him we'll keep him in a coma until he wakes up and then yeah oh he defeated death <laughs> We no. defeated death for him. Yeah. No. No. That's probably good. Ooh, we defeated death for them? Yeah. <laughs> no, like, I've I've known, like, this one old person who was a chain smoker, and then she got, uh, what's that called? Emphysema, I think. Mm-hmm. When it just, you, then you start dying slowly. Mm-hmm. And that son of a bitch, she clinged to life for, like, another... I think it was like six fucking years. Yeah. Six years, she had her grandchildren wipe her own shit that she kept shitting on herself. She was barely mobile by like the third year. She was just like, like in a breathing machine. And she was like that for three years? Yes. Just die. Yep. (laughs) That's what I mean. It's like, there's something more creepy about somebody not accepting death properly yeah so just just allow her to die like like um amanda's grandma when she was dying she said what they like they were trying to keep her alive and she just went like this because she couldn't breathe anymore so just cut it just just let me die yeah that's beautiful it's like you 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 just you let it happen when you let it happen so that's the thing i think people sorry i just had like a brain brain blank um yeah like it was the 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 slate was wiped um (laughs) people what it's it's a it's a desire for control that leads people to to take to exercise too much agency over their Mm. ability to live i guess is it it's 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 a i control when i die yeah yeah like if you you're gonna battle cancer for 15 years or something Mm -hmm. and spend hundreds and thousands if not millions of dollars on medical Mm -hmm. treatment to keep yourself alive it's it's for control yeah letting yourself die is the ultimate Mm -hmm. control (laughs) like no 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 no. like that the putting up the scissor thing yeah like like no that's control you just exercised agency yeah you just submitted to the thing (laughs) just die already you're only the only real agency you have in life is submission to yeah to it yeah that's all you can do. Mm-hmm. All you can do is submit to reality. Yes. And submitting to your death is the ultimate conclusion. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think my, I don't remember a hundred percent. I think my dad tried chemo for like a week and radiation for like two or three days. And it was just like, yeah, no. Is that chemo? Yeah. Chemo. Like, mm. like he just was like, yeah they said like hey it doesn't look really look like it's where he's like that sucks yeah, no man. no i was not i was nauseated the whole time mm-hmm. and why would i do that yeah <laughs> well i know yeah yeah 
It's um, it's like we assured him. We're like, yeah, you did enough. You've done enough. Yeah. If you don't want to do chemo, you don't do chemo. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Just let him go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My grandfather, for, grandfather was kind of the same way. I just yep. did chemo for a little bit just to see if it works. Because you can see if it works. You can. Like if chemo works really fast and your mm-hmm. cancer's just gone, great. Yeah, good. because if you still have young kids you care for, that's fine. Yeah. But like it's like an, I, even as like an old guy, if you if you develop uh, cancer, yeah. And I, I just mean if the chemo, if it's rapid and isn't yeah. super costly, isn't yeah, a bunch yeah. of work. I think if I'm, I think it depends on the age. If yeah. you're like 95, it's like, yeah. no, it's oh, like, I don't I know, even try. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's done. Yeah, I mean, I, I tell my family yeah. and my friends, everybody that, that I've said, I'm guess I say on the show too, is that if I ever just suddenly disappear, it's yeah. because I got news from the doctor that I'm dying, and I'm never, I would never ever want to be seen as weak and pathetic in front of my kids yeah. ever it's uh, no it's so prideful of you <laughs> it's done if i knew that you know nobody would know yeah. uh, every day where i will live like it is normal until i know the time is coming closer <laughs> i could see what would be really yeah. funny if it was a movie mm-hmm. if there was a contra gentiles movie and it was like a bill dung's roman style mm-hmm. story of the entire entire lifespans yeah uh, you'd disappear and i would end up with a letter yeah that I could never read to anyone else <laughs> and then burn. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it would be. Yeah. Also letters to people. Just you know, me and me and my in my in my cassock and Saturno hat. I read yeah. a letter on my desk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just mail it out to the people that are important. That's beautiful. But yeah, there's there's no way that that's gonna be the end. Yeah. I was like, no, I lived my life, I did my responsibilities. And now I will, leave, I will live the rest of my life in penance for the sins that I have done. Yeah. In isolation and prayer, go to confession and, yeah. you know. Time be done. confessional. Yeah. <laughs> be done with it. <laughs> it, won't be in, it won't be in a place where my family is because mm-hmm. I would fly out that same night and nobody would know where I'm at. <laughs> Amanda's very aware. <laughs> yeah, for you. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Oh, my kid, I've told that to my kids. I'll be like, hey, if I ever disappear one day, just know that that's what it is and I'll leave you a letter. <laughs> so funny it's like how like totally serious you are it's like a dog like how dogs go out in the woods to die and you never never see them again yeah Yeah, lived like a dog died like a dog (laughs) yeah because it'll be like yeah because i really have a plan in my head i'm I'm gonna continue working Mm -hmm. whatever my work is Mm -hmm. i I would just continue to be doing what i'm doing and the second it becomes uncomfortable too Mm -hmm. uncomfortable you just stop yeah the kids think oh i'm he's just dad going to work i'm I'm gone (laughs) Put the, put the letters in a mail so they get in <laughs> get in a week yeah and then they know yeah and um yeah nobody will find me yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go to such an obscure place that nobody would ever even think why is he there you fly out and die on some tiny beach in peru <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's you and you're like old and gray and wrinkled yeah your yeah. knees are totally gone <laughs> and you're just like you have like a little cup a little cup with the umbrella in it yeah and then the shot is the beach and all you see is the cup fall out of the chair <laughs> and then the movie's <laughs> over <laughs> beautiful <laughs> the, at the sunset yeah <laughs> oh no the cup falls out of the chair like poom, yeah and then the sun keeps setting as the credits roll <laughs> and then it just fades to black <laughs> beautiful yeah i'm just so i mean i like I've said before, Bob, I've been thinking about death since it was first made obvious to me when I was a kid with my dad. Yeah. And it's been like all the, I, I feel like all that weird 
anxiety that people normally get in older age when death becomes more eminent, I suffered that so young. Mm-hmm. Like it really, really did affect me. And, mm-hmm. and it still does till today that I'm just fully aware of it. And I think part of like my my risk taking is due to the fact that I know that death is always am- eminent. Mm-hmm. Like the, there's, I got to got to make double the money today because I might die tomorrow. Yes, because yeah. <laughs> it'll be more interesting than not, yeah. right? Because because it's like whenever yeah. I'm left with an option, and and yeah, and, and th- th- I think this happens to many men in their life, and probably women too. But I know with men it does. It, it leaves options. You you every every like different shifts in your life presents to you a weird paths, right? It could mm-hmm. be like you lose a job or you lose a girlfriend or you lose a spouse or whatever. And whenever... Like you were locked into something and now you're not anymore. Yeah, now you're not anymore, right? And 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 I think the easier path that um, many men enter because if they're not thinking about death is mm-hmm. is probably, you know, a sense of security while leaving in the back in your in, in your mind thinking like, well, if I had the chance, I could have done that, right? And and there's a little more comfort to that because it's never you never have to experience the failure of, of trying to achieve that. Yeah. It is like you get to say, well, if I did it, I, I could have done it. And you if hear, I did it, I could have done it. Yeah, like, like you hear a lot of <laughs> you hear a lot of old people say stuff like that. I'd be like, well, if I had the chance, I I could have been this, I could have been that. And um, the fantasy helps them. Yeah. And, and it's fine. I think that that's human nature. I, I don't see anything wrong with that. But with weird son of a bitches like me, it's like I would rather weird, uh, weird grand son of a bitches. Yes, yes, son of grand, grand bitches. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but yeah, people like me, it's like we, I, I, I look at that, and I just would rather Not, fail. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would rather be like. Well, I think that's why. Again, I was talking. You know, uncut <laughs> gems is like. He wins, but also dies. Yep, it's beautiful. <laughs> I, I relate to that movie so I know, much. It's, it's like, really it's he does it because that's what he has to do. Yes, that's right. That's what he has decided that he has to do. Yep, yeah. And then he wins and dies. Yeah, it's amazing. with it's a amazing. smile on his face. It's, it's amazing. It's insane. Yeah, it is insane. There, there is a weird insanity. insanity. Yeah, and I'm aware of that, but it's like I that's just the way that I would rather live because you do go through highs and lows with with, with this type of life mm-hmm. and. I think uh, somebody was pointing out, you know, you know how everybody hates like Elon Musk and everybody on the left? Yeah. And um, they were just listing all his failures that he did. And and it, the thing that came to my head was like, well, yeah, it's because he actually does shit. Yeah. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's like... Well, because you have a complicated Musk position. Like, he's not mm-hmm. a yet, yet a great yes. man. I do history. think he has a great potential to be. And I think he's... he's but he has not it. proven himself. Yes. I think in the end he will, though. Yeah, I do have hope that that, that he will, but it's just because he, people like that. It's like yes, it, it, it's it's that little, it's a cheesy ass line that everybody said in the '90s because of Wayne Gretzky, mm-hmm. where he says you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Yeah, and, and it's it, true. It's true though. <laughs> it's like those who take the most shots Wayne in life. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Wayne Gretzky. Um, yeah, the, those who take more shots in life. Uh, fail more. So of course, people like him, people like Donald Trump, people like all these, all these others, they have more failures in their life because they have so many successes in life as well. Mm-hmm. And you don't, get, you, you, there is nobody that was just success after success after success that, that just keeps like hitting out of the bar. No, it's like where's Trump's stakes? It's nowhere to be found. Right? 
I forgot about that. <laughs> yes. They're in his hotels, I guess. They're still there, but you, you can't go to a store and be like, well, maybe he's a multi-million dollar farmer. No. He still has his fucking farm. He still has his stakes. Yeah. But it is a failure. Mm-hmm. There's Trump wine. There's, there, there's all this stuff that he did not succeed in. But then there's real estate ventures that he did succeed in. Those were well, those great were men glorious. of history turn failure into success. Yes, constantly because that is they pivot. They pivot. Yes, because you could always because there is failures. momentum in failure. Yeah, there always is. Yep. If you're not pathetic about it, you can fail yeah. because your lack of momentum. Yeah, but that's not really a failure. Yes, it's just quitting. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Which is the <laughs> ultimate failure. Yes. Yeah, you're quitting for yeah, but dying while you're achieving something. Oof, there's nothing more glorious than that. It's mm-hmm. like yes, I would rather be dead. Who wins the money? Bam. Yep. And that's what. But if you were to ask, and the him, woman gets to keep the money. I know. It's beautiful. <laughs> he did it for her. I know. But also for himself. But for her. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, there is this like um. Yeah, the, you, you, there's there's something so much beautiful um, with that. If you are crazy, if not, you know, obviously the fantasy is better for for many because it's like it, it keeps them alive, it keeps them going. Mm-hmm. I rarely ever say that everybody ought to be the biggest risk taker, but no. I do think I don't think society would function if everybody yeah, was like that. I do think everybody needs to take a little risk in their life. Every masculine man needs to have something that they're kind of risking, you know. Yeah. Um, so they're not a not a complete pussy, but um, but those who have that drive, it's like fuck, just do it every time. Yeah. Just do it every time, and then when you fail, it's like oh, fix it, make it better, make more out of what it is, <laughs> pivot, right? Pivot. Yep. Redirect momentum. Yeah. It, it, it's by time. Redirect. Yeah, pivot. yeah. <laughs> That's so. It's it's just so glorious. And when you do, it's like, ooh, you are uh, <laughs> so much joy, so much you joy. know. <laughs> it's like fucking many women at once. It's like it's like, it's like, <laughs> it's like I'm a joy that you get when you like when you turn something shitty into gold. But yeah, people are like, what? <laughs> you like to do that? <laughs> you like to throw random sentences in. <laughs> to make people clench their assholes a little bit so they're like wait what 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 does he mean by that well, obviously you have not had sex with many women <laughs> it's a very trumpian thing to say yeah. you obviously had not had sex with many women <laughs> no um but yeah i guess that's kind of the end of that spiel there was one uh, maybe it's uh, like kind of related but not really is the I, I was thinking quite a bit about the attitudes of conservatives and and, and liberals right mm-hmm. like if we just take the the american terms meaning of those terms i don't because i understand that this is interesting this is kind of right after our discussion of conservatism not yeah. being real right yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so just taking that dichotomy of what we understand like the american left and the american right to be mm-hmm. and um progressives and, and reactionaries yeah yeah for yeah, one, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's probably a better term for them anyway we're sorry but it, so so there there is this um there is a sense that in their catholicism like if you were to take a left catholic and a, and a right catholic um in their catholicism it seems like they both fail to comprehend um the faith christ's message yeah <laughs> Or the faith is, yeah, 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 yeah. which is the same thing, especially on the doctrine of love. Mm-hmm. And and so, like, 
the, the left's perversion is obvious for most people, especially probably for most of our listeners, right? Because, yeah, yeah, because yeah. like the left's perversion is, is saying that whatever the sin of the person, so if, if you take a tranny, for example, so, yeah. so, so, so let's take like the, the heightened, um, heightened individual that, that, that everybody on the right is going to hate the tranny and the, and the woman who had an abortion. Yeah. So they, they, they take these two people. Um, the left is going to say, well, let's let, let's praise the transsexual let's yeah, say to that affirm what they yes yeah, let's say the tra- being a tranny is actually a good thing and so so it's trying to like make the perverted into something good and yeah. they do this every time we're like shout your abortion yeah i had an abortion i killed my own baby and they want to celebrate it let's celebrate one's abortion and so they, they want to celebrate the vice mm-hmm. and um, obviously that that's a perversion that's not actual love and they want to say that's that's what you do when you love somebody is is is, is that you condone it you you say that it is good. It's like no, okay, and obviously that's not love. If, if love is willing to good for the other, that's not actual love because that's not good. Um, and we get that, but but I think the right also misunderstands this because the right forgets even like the most basic comprehension of love that it does says in scripture where it says love is patient, love is kind, love yeah. does not boast. Like like there is. There's a sense of love that is patient mm-hmm. that the conservatives, the, the right-leaning um, Catholics, don't do at all. If their son comes out as a tranny or if their daughter had an abortion, they immediately disown them. Yeah. And they're, they're like, well, no, you have sinned. You're a sinner. Come back it's, to me when, when, when you're no longer a tranny or come back to me when whatever. Yeah, the first question they ask themselves mm-hmm. or they ask when they encounter someone who's had an abortion is how do I punish this person? Yes, yeah. How do I make this person pay for what they did? Yes, exactly. And and I think the problem is that that's not loving somebody. No. In, in the end of the day, because I know you're saying that they're saying you will the good for the other this is for their good christ didn't just say follow me christ says repent and then follow me you i always hear this from people on the right, right? i also but I, I just don't think it's up to other people to judge what it means for other people to repent like if they repent they repent yes but but not but not only that but christ didn't say now right? <laughs> he said right this moment are you going to hell it's like yeah. that's not what he said he says repent and follow me every single time um, or yeah. repent or go forth. Okay, maybe that takes 20 years. Maybe that takes 30 years. Maybe it's going to be like Sylvester Stallone's dad is going to be in his deathbed. Yeah. But when you love somebody, you are patient until fucking death. And if they are on their deathbed, yeah. call the fucking priest so they have the last rites and they could get to heaven. Yeah. Like that is what love is. Well, as Christians, it's our job to clear the runway for other people. Yes. Like we are supposed to pave the road for other yes, people too. Yeah. If, Follow. If, if one's daughter had an abortion or one son becomes a tranny or whatever, it is no, you're, you, it isn't that you partaking in their life is condoning their behavior, but you partaking in their life is showing your patience and love for them. Yeah. You still invite them. That doesn't them. mean you condone it. It doesn't mean you condone it. You exactly. You can be vocal about your disapproval yes. mm-hmm. at appropriate times. Yes. It's not always appropriate to, to voice your disapproval of Of course it isn't, yeah. It's not your job to condemn something that someone does. Yes. Especially if you've already said it. If they already know your position. It isn't as if these these guys are like, oh my gosh, does my dad not like me being a tranny? He already knows. Yeah. If you were raised conservative and you raised those Catholic principles, yeah. the son already knows that, that, that you're not approving of it. Yeah. So what do you do? You pray. You live by example. Yes, yeah. and you're patient. And you still hug them, and you still love them, and they're well, what still. Do they, what do you think disowning your kids is going to do? Exactly. <laughs> what effect do you think that has? That's not love, and 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 I see this play out 
way too often in 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 so many different like um right wing circles mm-hmm. and and i think it's us well i think a, like, a, a, an example of a similar thing but something that is not nearly as um flashy is just like your kids leave the faith if your kids, like just yeah. for any reason yeah you disown them because they leave the faith it's like yeah yeah if they become a oh huge you just lefty. proved them right yeah, exactly yeah like if you if your son becomes a woman or whatever thinks mm-hmm. they've become a woman and you disown them it's like oh i was they were right about you yeah they were right they were right about the faith being wrong yeah. or whatever they thought yeah and it's uh it, and it's dumb because both cases i would say is a perversion of Does the this, aspect did, of love did this um was this spurred by the pope having the lunch with all the trainees yeah that's kind of when 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 it started yeah that's beautiful i know and he doesn't s- <laughs> and, 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 and that's <laughs> what's just so disappointing that people would be mad yeah they're pissed at him for that well they don't it's like what is he supposed to do yes kill all of them yeah. you're patient <laughs> that that like i I, th- I think that's why that that line i think is so profound is when i say love is patient because there is a certain you're, you're not like you're not in this form of despair you know like, like, like in spanish you know there, there's desperado and desesperado and, and so it's like the the terms are almost relatable to be either impatient or in despair mm-hmm. like the like uh, the two words are very similar in, in spanish and i think there's Desparar a reason for and this and de, yeah Desesparar. yeah yeah and, and it's because when you are impatient you're not actually in a state of grace and love you are in a state state of despair so when you look at it, you can be like no now 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 become catholic now do it now do it now do it now do it now and it's like if you don't i'm not talking to you again and and i think that's just dumb I, I think that's just that's that's antithetical to what love is that's not love and too many people on the right that is their attitude i just do you think it goes hand in hand with like the the the, the crusade larping the mm. like the like larp the rome like ushering yeah. in the new rome larp that people yeah yeah do they I think, think of themselves people are, as templars or something yeah <laughs> no i don't know if it's necessarily that because i think there's a lot of people that don't have that larping part but um they're they're still right-wing catholics and they still treat their family that way, yeah, or their friends, or, or well. Or I think I think I think that to to to, to define when I say larping, because I say mm-hmm. that a lot, is living not in accordance with reality, pretending reality is something that it isn't. Yeah, and conservative parents that are that struggle with the issues you're talking about are larping because yeah. they're. They're well, I, 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 I would say then both are both are left and the right are. Yes, they are. Yeah, yeah, they because, are. yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I just I'm I'm talking about specific yeah, that everybody yes, has. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah, I think in both cases they're not accepting reality properly. And um and, and I think that we you you can be part of your child or your brother or your friend or whatever. You could be part of their life, fully engaged in their life while not simultaneously condoning any sin in which they are partaking. Mm. And and I, I don't think people on the right get that. They don't understand that. They think mm-hmm. that if you are in their life, it means that you are condoning it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like I've I've known people but that I have to deprive them. So yes, I have to my de- presence. Yes, exactly. So that they're they feel motivated yeah. to return to the faith. Yeah, you know? yeah. And it just reminded me because I have a, a really good friend. I'm not going to say his name, but you know, a really good friend who his own mom doesn't talk to him anymore because of um some of the sins that, that that he did in his life 
and and but the sins have consequences and he's living through them mm-hmm. and it's like it's weird to me like a sister well the only reason that a mom would disown her kids is because she feels like it makes her look bad yeah i think that's <laughs> i think i think but i think that's true about anybody that that is right wing yeah i think they're just concerned of what it makes them appear to be yeah and so when their friend says, well, you they're know, a fan of the accidental quality. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They're, a, they're accident appreciators. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so they're thinking, you know, what are my friends going to think that my son is doing this or my daughter's doing that? What are the friends going to think if they see me palling around with this person and stuff like that? And, and I think that's what gets infested in their heads. Yeah. And they, but that kind of goes in what we were talking about is people who get mad about what other people's families are doing. Yes, yeah. It's not your fucking business what Yes, exactly. What, yes. what that other guy is how his relationship with his yeah. weird tranny son or whatever. Exactly. That's not your business. No. You don't know what's going on. He might tell you. He yes. might ask you for advice. Yeah. But yeah. shut the fuck up until then. Yes, <laughs> exactly. It's not yeah. your job. Yeah. It's your it's your job to love them. Yeah. And to love them is to will the good, but what does that mean? A lot of his prayer. To not be an ass. Yes. <laughs> And a lot of it is just patience. Yeah. Because even if it takes somebody 40 years and you have to go through 40 years of suffering, who gives a shit about you? Yeah. In the end, you shouldn't care about yourself that way. No. Just suffer it. <sighs> and it's, uh, <laughs> I, I think I find that upsetting. I think living like in areas like I do right now that is more conservative, more right wing, that's more dominant in my worldview right mm. now it's more dominant with with people who i encounter people who i just see that um is it easier for you to be around than in like seattle where everybody's like like cut their dicks off and yeah that's that's too much that's too insane yeah yeah they're, 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 there's a certain insanity that the left has that the, that the right so in like net have. insanity points the, the left the is left still is way, way more insane yeah. but it's just not in my face because i'm not living in portland and stuff mm-hmm. But it is because um, I used to be able to be around it, but it's gotten to such a point that it's like, yeah, like um, feels like the air is poisoned. <laughs> yes, yeah. Like going to like you know in Portland, um, what's the bookstore? Hmm. No one's going to shoot me in the head, and then he's going to shoot me in the head again because I just implied he's from Portland because he's, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> I do that all the time. I'm not from fucking Portland, Michael, friend I'm of the podcast from Portland. Um, Powell's going to like Powell's bookstore or something like oh okay six seven years ago it was like yeah. different like now it's like, like yeah. these are like a this is like a fascist regime of sex freaks <laughs> it wasn't just like sex freaks being right around. Yeah, yeah it wasn't just like oh we Before, get to go more like we get to go outside in our weird clothes now yeah. now they're like a like yeah. a, like a party they're like a they're yeah. like the they're like the secret police now. Yeah. <laughs> like they've been handed the reins like they yeah like like in you know. I spent a bunch of time in Seattle in like 2015, 16, 17. Yeah. And like, like that, at that point it was like, Oh, there's like weird people everywhere, but now yeah. they're like in charge. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Oh, yeah, they man, might it, like kill me. It definitely is getting worse. I, I think it's always been bad, but it, I should but at say least always. when it's just, they're just around. Yeah. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. Yeah. But when they're like in charge, in it's, your it's face, scary. Yeah. They're it's, yeah, it's getting, it's getting worse. Um, yeah, I think that kind of insanity, I can't even, because i i tend to um at least great you know in high school and stuff like Mm -hmm. i actually like on a creative level yeah um i tend to get along with quote-unquote alternative styles of people 
Me too. Pretty well. Yeah. Me too. Like um, all through film, film school and everything. I, yeah. I always did. Yeah. They're always like really inspiring creatively. Mm-hmm. They're interesting people. They're yeah. all, they're generally very intelligent. Yeah. Um, but it's when we're in a power struggle, it starts yeah. to get creepy because they're so mm-hmm. insane. <laughs> But I also think that it just shouldn't be accepted. I think they need to live on the fringes. Crazy and people, badass for them if they want to live yes, on the fringe, pub- exactly. on the fringes publicly. Yeah, and and I think that they like, need Pete, to- like Pete Burns in the early two thousands yeah. with all this like face surgery. Yes, and stuff. yeah, like that's yeah, kind of there's a badassness. There is to yes, it. yeah. To to be to be a fringe person in society. It's going to always exist. Every society is always going to have it. Every society has ha- always had it. Mm-hmm. So that part you can never completely eliminate. I think the problem They want to eliminate is, the fringe at all. Yes. And, and, and again, this is why, why, why I said this is the stupidity of the left, is that they want to make the vice into a virtue. So mm-hmm. you can't do that. You have to acknowledge that this is a vice mm-hmm. and then embrace that vice and, you know, embrace your own viciousness and then you could live on the fringes that way i think it's the same thing with sodomites when they were just on the fringe of society going to their secret clubs that nobody knew about that was people kind of heard about sometimes yeah you was kind of heard you could kind of suspect it maybe if you've seen it but when they said you know free love now everybody has to accept this that's when it started to get stupid there is no vice except for saying that there's vice yes yeah no it's gonna exist the only vice is normalcy or something yes Yeah. yeah And that's you when it must becomes be stupid. a freak. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's how they are. They're militant about it. Yeah. Like a lot of these fucking, but they weren't freaks. a while ago. Yeah, they didn't used to be. And if they were militant about it, it was online in the privacy of their homes. They didn't. They didn't oh, yeah, force yeah. it when they were outside. Yeah, I would say the last six years has become more and more loud. The, late, the late 2010s, basically, the, like Trump. 18, 19. I think Trump made them yeah. go insane to mm-hmm. the point they became militant about it. Yeah. That now, if you're just a normal person, mm-hmm. they hate you. It's like yeah. you, yeah. Then you can't just be like, oh no, I just you know, I'm with one woman. I'm married. I'm a white guy. It's like that. That is evil to them. Yeah. yeah they're, so they're militant about that, which yeah. is just dumb. <laughs> um. I don't know because I think it's an. It's in the same way, where it's disappointing in the same way that it like. It's it's more it's it's become more difficult to get along with like young black people now because they mm. have a certain expectation of how you're going to treat them. Oh right, yeah. So we have to be in this like unspoken combat all the time. Yeah. Um which I don't experience personally much, I don't but either, I do yeah. hear about. Oh okay. Um from certain groups. But I'm a spick and a queer yeah, black yeah, 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 and so yeah, I like yeah, I never yeah. yeah. Um but like it's it's robbed me of the ability to be friends with as many kinds of people as I mm. used to be able to be friends with. Yeah. Cause I can't, it's like they want to burn you at the stake. The second they find out anything about it. it's like, you yeah. used to not have to talk about it. Like right, you used yeah. to not, you should not be a, no, especially like in the nineties. I give a shit who you voted for. No, they would just get annoyed if you voted at all. <laughs> like, were you a nerd? That's what they look at you. Like, you know who you, who's you running. participate. Yeah, you participate, um, nerd. Like that's what they thought of you. Because it used to not matter. No, it didn't. It just, yeah. And even for when I was, yeah, you know, in school, like the early 2010s it didn't really matter it, it started to though it's, but, yeah. yes but it's Especially, nothing, I think, nothing I think obama, like now i think 2008 changed a lot like the obama years where you but saw he, but i was also in alaska which is mm. a little more apathetic so like so yeah 
I maybe I maybe was on the tail end. Yeah, but it just even relatively speaking, yeah, it was just like no one cared. Yeah, there was like one. They did care about causes though. Uh, do you remember like uh, uh, when I was shooting not senior the, portraits? Not the people I knew. But like, yeah, like in 2008, there was a lot of people talking about that African soldier guy. 2012. Yeah. They were like, ooh, look at me. I'm, I'm up in arms with Connie this. 2012. Yeah. And it was fake. Yeah. Which is all dumb. So it, it was like, you did see like a little bit of that. Um, No one I knew was into that. Yeah. Yeah. But again, I'm in Alaska. I just, I don't know. It just yeah. wasn't in no, my No, but that's I, I was here too. That's what I'm saying. Like I was that's photographing. That's so odd. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Because I didn't experience that at all. Yeah. That's, well, that's what I'm I was trying to think of a cause that people cared about gay marriage was a huge thing i remember there's a but no lot one of, talked about it the teenage or at least the photo ones i photographed did. that's so weird because i, I thought it was weird too like me and my business partner were like what's wrong with these teens because we were the same age and we're like why why do these teens care about this shit so much like they really they do really anything. cared remember when they were trying to vote min, the lower the voting age yes, to like 16 so or something retarded. Like, what do you guys that was like what 2014 or something? yeah were, i mean it's dumb enough that 18 year olds can vote i know and women like, <laughs> it's like that's just I was so waiting for you to dumb. say I'm blacks but I'm black. well, I don't care as long as they're no, no 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 but yeah, yeah. I, I think it's just so dumb that, that Mexicans can vote what's that, that? Yeah. what's that about <laughs> what's wrong with that they're just farmers aren't they <laughs> peasants Asians no. can vote it's <laughs> really it should just be white males that young 18 year old dude white males and other males of other various yeah ethnicities that can prove their financial yes prowess i think so they, if, if they have something at stake revealing <laughs> is not a right it's a privilege that if you have something <laughs> at stake you you get to partake in that's all i think it should be hello hey yellow man prove to me you have something yeah you have <laughs> stake in this what, what property do you own what business <laughs> little brown man little brown man and if they could show you you're like okay good exactly that's what I think. It but should I just be. assume all white men do. Yeah, <laughs> even though almost none of them do. <laughs> I think hair salons is more. No, no, nail salons is Asian, right? Yeah. I think a lot of hair salons is blacks. You know, they own businesses. Dominicans. Dominicans, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cubans. Yeah, I, I, that's all I think it should be. But it's, uh, I mean, have, have people not met eighteen-year-old girls and they're they voting? Vote, I know. <laughs> it's like what the fuck. <laughs> Like really nerdy eighteen-year-old boys can vote. Like if they're like there's Maybe, some, yeah, yeah. If, they, if they owned a business, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yes, yeah. I mean intellectually, there's some pretty nerdy. There are eighteen-year-olds. They they're still emotional though. They are yes, and and again, they don't have anything at stake. Which no, I, no, which no, I, no, I, I think agree. I think that is the be- that's the biggest thing. You own property, which means that then you should be the only one paying taxes. You own a business, you should be the only one paying taxes. Employees should not be paying taxes. I think that's just dumb because they're just workers or slaves. They're slave laborers, and so it's like no, they're. In fact, I have to pay federal taxes on my wages. Oh, yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah, just, no, the business owner. Yeah, yeah, of course. And the fact that they're the ones paying taxes means they should be the only one that votes. Yeah, you're you're the little slave. Why would a slave vote? Why it's dumb. A, why would a slave pay taxes? Yes, why would a slave pay taxes? It's so <laughs> stupid. You're already paying it through the fucking business. You get to suffer under the the. Oh man, yeah. Under the weight of employment, and yeah. we're also going to tax you. I know, it's it's so dumb because you know, like I, you know, I I've been owning businesses for years. I really I really know what 
goes into or at least for family i have so many kids that i don't have to pay but yeah. it's like if i didn't like I've, I've done the paperwork i do the paperwork every year i know the amount of taxes that i would have to pay if insane. i didn't have all these other kids it's insane and then mm-hmm. on top of that the employee like 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 when josh was an employee mm-hmm. The fact that he also had to pay taxes on that it's like that's kind of retarded I know. <laughs> it's, a, it's a stupid system that no it, it really should just not be the case at all but they also just it's like sales build. tax it's like sales yeah. tax should just the business is paying tax and they should exactly. calculate it into the cost of the thing they're selling exactly yeah i shouldn't be paying a 28 cent extra charge yes because you like just char- just charge the businesses more tax exactly yeah it's dumb but um, but yeah, it, it, this whole voting thing is. Uh, I, I well, voting is dumb anyway. It's, yeah, it's dumb anyways. <laughs> but if it's going to happen, be a little more aristocratic about it. Be, yeah. You know, there's a certain elect group of people. Well, that, it's like the church, like the cardinals vote. Yes, and then then it makes sense. You know, it makes sense that if it was just certain groups of people that took care of other people, because that's what you do as an employee. Mm-hmm. You are providing for their family. Mm-hmm. And and we we shouldn't like forget that reality, mm. and that's why I think every single employee, even and this is probably going to piss a lot of people off. Every single per employee needs to be a little grateful that their boss is giving them a job, yeah. <laughs> because it's like what do they? Especially if you're married with kids, like if you're an employee married with kids, that's you know that asshole that hired you, he he's paying for them, yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a trade that you're doing labor for him so he can produce more wealth. You but Steve telling you that your job's a favor, yeah, to him. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he pissed me off there. I know it's it's it's, it's a you mutual, quit the next day, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's a mutual Left contract. Like eight hundred dollars in cash on the counter. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> your keys. <laughs> so badass. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> fucking dumbass. <laughs> but yeah, the, the, there there is that reality of just these people are providing the the atmosphere for you to provide for your family, mm-hmm. and, and there should be a certain gratitude given to them. But and they should also have the gratitude that you help their company of function course, by yes. working. Yes, like like a good slave owner treats their slaves well. How about just a just, Christian feudal system? Yes, it would be beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it would be. Yeah. And the, the one thing that that, that that I like about the American system, though, and I'm always going to like above... It's so easy to start a business. Yes. Yeah. It, it, it is that it gives the uh, it gives somebody the opportunity to become a master. Yeah. And, and, and you know, I, we've, I've said it before, but it's what I hate about, like, resentment philosophies. Like... Uh, um, Libertarianism is it's 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 a jealous philosophy. Yeah. Uh, what is the other one? Communism is a jealous philosophy. It is looking at what other people have and say, "You don't deserve to have that. It should be all of ours." It's it's just a very envious and ugly philosophy. I yeah. hate it. Yeah, it's like no, we we should be rejoicing in the disparity between incomes that there are wealthy people and that there are poor people. That is a good thing. That yeah. there are masters of the people and slaves. That is a good thing because most people. Uh, function a lot better if they have that kind of security of being a slave and it's good for them it's good for the family everybody gets grow but the one thing that i do like about the american system is that it allows people to get in it Mm -hmm. um by sheer act of will yeah and it isn't just Just gonna pay a little bit of money fill some paperwork out yes yeah front the thing yep and then the rest is up to you yeah Yeah, yeah. and that's it yep (laughs) and that's and that's what i find and i'm always going to find beautiful about the american system if there's anything that that is 
given to the next generations of empires and, and societies, it should be that. It should mm-hmm. be it should be that the ability to move upward in society should not just be about who you marry. It should also be about, you know, what you can what Provide. you can actualize in, in, in the society. Yeah. And um yeah, I'm, I'm always no matter how long I lived in Europe and I love so many things about Europe I've talked about it many times. Yeah, that's the one that's yeah how that's, hard it is to start businesses. Yeah, that's the one thing that I cannot feel completely at home there is yeah. just is that part because I am such an entrepreneur. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you're just doomed to be here? Yes, I am. Until, until, until I can I... make mini Europe in Alaska. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Call it um Coopersville. Ice, ice, Peru, Kubastown, Kubastown, <laughs> Kubasburg, Kubasburg. Or is that yeah. too? Um, There's so Jewish. much land. Yeah, it's too Jewish. There is so much land here that if some, this is one probably the last few places. Las Cubas. There you go. Oh, Las Cubas. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds beautiful. There you go. <laughs> that you could purchase. Yeah. Like, like I've I've seen acres out here in a valley. You could yeah. purchase about like 200 acres. For of, how much? Oh, not that much. Like a. Uh, two million wow yeah. 200 acres yep oh my gosh i know <laughs> you could pray like i saw one says 99 acres for five hundred thousand. is it unbuildable nope why because it's the valley and nobody's building out here really yeah i thought they were they are slowed down the, the, or oh, is that, it mainly on that side that's why a lot of people are buying these properties a lot of them are going fast oh because they weren't building it before but now they are but they're still but going the market reason- hasn't caught up Mm-mm. yeah Weird. it's still reasonably cheap so yeah if, if this business ever takes off to that level we'll be like yeah i'll buy that land i'll, <laughs> I'll build my own town like like Mil- milton hershey did yeah still one, of, <laughs> one, of, one of my idols in american in american um like what would you call that like american legends or mythology um, it's a true story but there is like this he will always be someone that i just think is milton a true, hershey yeah it's a true american story yeah you know somebody from nothing kept doing businesses kept failing and finally succeeded at the age of 60 i was like oh i love that they built an entire city for his employees he just built a town lord yes (laughs) he built his own school which still has like a great like american football team that they kick people's asses in so many of them go to penn state and they get to the nfl it's like hershey hershey pennsylvania is this weird little oasis that he just built and i i just admire that i was like wow that's if I, if I could ever, yeah if i could ever get to that level i could die like so <laughs> such peace <laughs> yeah that's what i would i would invest my money like in 45 kids yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I would invest it like, i would not invest like in a big mansion or something i, I would just buy land and build on it yeah i think i would just be amazing yeah just build a town you build yeah. your own city hall yeah nobody could stop you build your own cathedral right there <laughs> you know um, give it to the church and be have like, the "Hey, church consecrate it." Yeah, have a church consecrate it. Say, "Can we have a priest for this some um, parish that I just built?" You know, <laughs> it's like that's what I would use yeah. that kind of wealth for, and you could still do in this state. So it's uh, a yeah. uh, be still, funny. Still want to work. Still <laughs> for Las Cubas, Milton Hershey. What years? What years were that? Ooh, what years? I don't remember now. Forties, maybe. I'm early life checking Milton Hershey. Yeah. <laughs> or was it was it late? 18 early 19 uh 1857 to 45 1857 okay american chocolatier businessman from Derry township pennsylvania <laughs> just wanted to i wanted to oh he was dutch mm-hmm. 
So he's that kind of Protestant. Yeah. Okay. I was just curious. I like to early life check me. Mennonite, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why he's fine building a town for everybody. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they have that part right. Like the Amish kind of get the, yeah. the family. Yeah, the extended family. Thing. The extended family living in the same spot. Thing, yeah. Right? They do that right. Everything else is weird. but I know. But they get yeah, that right. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I, it's, yeah. It's it was, so weird driving down the driving down the road and there's like a wagon. Oh, it's so awesome. I love that though. The, one, the Amish? Yes. You love the Amish? Oh, I do. I do. They're one of the, like the... Um, American... Just friendly people. Oh, I know. They, they, when, when I went their into their... Their so weird. I know. And they smell. But yeah. <laughs> some of them do. Apparently there's different style Amish. Some of them have more technology than others. But for the... Um, I went to one Amish... Um, community that was not completely rejecting all forms of electricity so there's some that want to live like with nothing there's some that still use power tools and so they they don't use everything manual and so it, it's it's weird like not not it's so a, what's the point they're not know? a monolith it isn't like every amish community well, is the same. obviously yeah. they're not yeah. a monolith and so yeah like one what time was the where's the where's the amish vatican yeah <laughs> <laughs> give me the amish catechism yeah but yeah, some of the communities have a little more um, technology, but they just live peacefully. Mm. And I do think there is something there because they're they have not in any way embraced liberalism. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's like they they came to this area in this part of the world and they established just a little kingdom. That's all it is. Yeah, and they live communally with each other. Like <laughs> it's like it's true communism in that yeah. they. It's like a kibbutz, and yes, yeah. it's like a kibbutz, yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, and and I do think there's a little more sanity to their life, but they just look weird. They look weird, and I think a lot of their theology is bad. And, oh, of course, <laughs> they're Mennonites, so, yeah, they're Anabaptists, yeah. And so there's there's a lot of shit that happens in those communities that shouldn't. Like but, what? Um, like what? Um, it's similar to like some of the native villages here. There's like incest and there's, um, Oh, is there? Yeah. There's some like condoned. I w I don't know if necessarily condoned, but people are aware that is happening. Oh yeah. And so there's, <laughs> it's definitely not a idealistic, but there is a goodness there that, yeah, you, yeah. that when you interact with those people, they're more at peace with their reality than I would say the contemporary person. Is. The other Americans. Yeah. Than the other Americans. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's, it's, it's an interesting community. Yeah. I remember we went to New Jersey to visit my grandparents. Who? And what? Did you hear the Jersey Amish you saw? Uh, we went to Pennsylvania. Oh, did you? There's yeah. some Jersey Amish, I believe. Yeah. There. New Jersey's kind of cool. What what states are the Amish in? I think there's like Pennsylvania. Three or four, right? I know PA is the biggest one. New York, probably. Probably New York, yeah. New Jersey. Mm -hmm. I don't yeah, know. I don't know where all them are, but Maryland. I don't know. I don't Ooh, know. Probably where. Maryland. Yeah. I actually have no idea. Yeah, but yeah, they're yeah weird communities. Beautiful land, though. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful land. I I I love the Pennsylvania landscapes. The Appalachia, mm -hmm. the mountains. It's just you go to like West Virginia and stuff. Yo, yeah, beautiful. Yeah, I, I think uh, I know people get awestruck by Alaska, but maybe I'm just numb to it because it's my home state. Mm. But seeing those areas for mm. me was like the most because it's alive. It is. There's yes. actually animals around. Oof, yeah, 
I, I think I talked about it before, but there was this one guy who his his family lived there since it was a colony. Mm-hmm. So you, I mean, you're talking about old Pennsylvanian, um, yeah, land. So he owned, I think he said it was a uh, 500 acres. So his family owned about five five hundred acres of land, and when he inherited, he sold a lot of it. Mm. I think he just sold it to the county. Like he didn't sell it to individuals; he just sold it to the yeah. county. And they bought a lot of the land, and he tore down the um, his like f- old family home, and he built like this new beautiful home on a hill. Mm. But driving to it, I thought. It, it was unreal. Like, yeah. it was truly, truly unreal. Re- because from the entrance of his property to his house, it was a 30-minute drive. Oh, yeah. Right? So, it was a, like this long, windy That's road. That's awesome. I was going. And I saw things that would that were just like, it, it was like a movie. Yeah. Like, there was just horses yeah. on his property. And they were, around. like, running. And the hair was flowing. It's like, oh, running. I was like, what the, f- where am I? <laughs> I know. I was driving. It was like it was like thirty minutes in, and this was before GPS, and so uh-huh. I had like the MapQuest. Uh-huh. I just printed out the the MapQuest uh, maps, and then I also had my paper map that, that that I always took with me. And I was like, I don't even know if I'm in the right spot, you know. So yeah. I, just, I kept driving. I kept driving. You're like, oh, it's not telling me to turn. Yeah. And so then I just finally saw this house on a hill. It was just this gorgeous fucking house. I can't <laughs> even explain. It was it was like older aesthetics but made anew yeah. so they had like the large wall of just window yeah so, oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It just but then inside it was like this beautiful brick um like the, the stone wall and not brick stone wall with a fireplace mm-hmm. it, was, it was, i just was i was just absolutely in love and I, was <laughs> yeah. like, I i don't know I, I had to ask him i was like what do you guys do for a living because i, I just said this is he was like oh he wasn't anything but his pam, family just left him the property when they died yeah and they only had one kid, so yeah. it was his. I was like, this, this is all yours. Does he have kids and stuff? Uh, yeah, yeah. He okay, was taking a picture good, of, good, his, good, of his baby. Okay, good. And, um, but yeah, and I've, I've, met play, I've been to several places in PA that were, it was, it was quasi-magical that I've never yeah. experienced here. Um, and it's always going to stick in my memory. There was that yeah. one house that was like an underground home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just, it was they built amazing. They it like into the ground. Yeah, so a spiral staircase. I was like, was where it like a am silo? I? Uh, I don't know why they built it. Okay, but, um, I didn't know if it was like a missile silo. Cause some people it might have silos. been. Yeah, I can't remember his story at all. I should remember it, but I don't remember it. But we went there for my, when I was doing video production classes. It was one of the stories that we did. And, um. I was just in awe with the whole place. I was, yeah. this just, it, it was a beautiful home. It was like three stories underground. <laughs> Can you believe that? <laughs> it's like this this house, like three stories, but yeah. all underground, yeah. except for like one part of the window that's kind of because it was it was it was they dug through um, like a side of a small mountain, side of a small hill, yeah. and then so there was one window, yeah. like a series of windows that less light in, and yeah. then the rest just tapered off down to the ground. Was it like normal? Were there like balconies on each of the floors in like a big open space, or were they? Was it just normal floors? Mm. Yeah, I guess it was kind of a yeah. So the way the spiral staircase went all the way down to the living room area, so that was the living room, kitchen, and dining room was an open floor floor plan. Mm-hmm. But then when you went down another level, it was more divided. divided. Into rooms. Okay, yeah. yeah. How tall were the ceilings on that first floor you would walk down into? The spiral staircase where they like pretty tall, probably eight. I think it was eight feet. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, 
imagine this giant cavernous house like yeah no it was okay. it was cozy but it was still pretty large you know yeah for sweet underground yeah and uh yeah i, I really just saw those some of the most insane things going out to the east coast yes just, um it it truly made me appreciate this country more i would say yeah. I, would, I would have to admit that more than just being in alaska alaska doesn't have yeah, i wonder if people on the west coast just hate the u.s more because it's they don't worse. have any of that yeah <laughs> they don't have that history yeah like going to gettysburg is pretty awesome yeah. like i uh, know it's probably a geeky thing but coming from alaska it's like, i like i have to see it we don't know? we don't participate in anything yeah we don't participate in anything. we're still a colony even though we're called a state yeah we have yeah. one electoral vote yes. we're a colony yeah we're colonies <laughs> this is a colony <laughs> But yeah, going to to the same hotel where Lincoln was at is it was it was pretty cool. Yeah, there's this yeah interesting statues. Oh, everywhere. that was the um, I'm trying to think of all the places in Europe I went like that where you're like you yeah, find yourself in a random spot and you're like oh wait this thing like, yes what? I know we I were love at, um, that about Tedezin which is uh, the ghetto slash concentration camp and the right. one they had in the Czech Republic. Yeah, and I, I probably haven't talked about this for a couple of years on the show. Or yeah, something, yeah, but it was like. The little tiny lady was like, and then this is the cell of Gavrilo Principe. And I was like, wait, Gavrilo Principe, like the guy who shot Archduke Ferdinand? And yeah. she was like, yeah. And I was like, I know, isn't it? It's, it's amazing. <laughs> I was like, this is the cell. Like he, he was kept here until he died of tuberculosis. Like this this yeah. random guy, like one of the most significant figures yes, yeah. of the 20th century. Oh my gosh. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you just happen upon it. Like it's going and, and being in downtown Manchester yeah. last year um you just happen we're like walking around yeah and then there's this weird ruin in the middle of the city and it was yeah. like this is the first base the romans built oh when gosh. they were settling <laughs> settling england yeah. it was the, the the birth of manchester was a roman fort yeah from like like 7 ad or something yeah. <laughs> and i was like this is a 2000 year old ruin that's amazing in the middle of manchester which is like zogged as possible like right, there's yeah. like libbed out as yeah this is los angeles yeah, probably or yeah, New it's York. like seattle they're like very seattle mm. but like <laughs> why is this here yeah they just left this thing here yeah the, i think stuff like that to me has always been really fascinating but it's probably just because we're not used to yeah because we're from alaska and so here you get nothing yeah yeah you might just like a paint, like an old Russian painting at most. Yeah. You know, but that's about it. There's yeah. nothing, nothing that interesting that has happened well, here. Well, because natives don't build anything either. They don't, yeah. Yeah. Or Alaska well, natives and don't. And then the, the, the Western settlers that came here were just like looking for gold. And yeah. The Russians really, didn't build a ton. Russians did yeah. There's really... The oldest no, building in Anchorage is from like 1915 or something. Yeah. That no little, interesting um, events have happened here. And I think that that's a big thing. Or anything interesting that has happened is not tied to a building or a spot. Mm -hmm. or a right. Yeah, like the, like the, the different events, you know, you could, like, be being in in the university that I was in in Leuven, and to know that many cardinals came there to discuss um, Luther's 95 Theses, yeah. that, that's kind of incredible. Like yeah. I, They I, were actually here. Yes, I'm, I'm sitting in the space that those cardinals were in yeah. is beautiful it's it's something that uh well it makes everything feel worthwhile it does it makes you f feel like you're participating in something yeah 
and that to know that that building, that library was dedicated to St. Thomas Aquinas, who, so this library was built only 300 years after he died, mm-hmm. so it's like, real, uh, actually, it's like 250 That's funny, years. when I was in, um, one of the times I was in Germany, we went to yeah. Mainz, which is outside of mm-hmm. Frankfurt, um, and I actually saw the cathedral where Martin Luther Oh, okay, did you? Yeah, the I've actually seen the, the yeah. church. The the I think it was a cathedral. I don't know if it was just a church or it was a cathedral. Yeah, the, the doors where he actually like yeah tacked it up. It's it's amazing <laughs> to know that these. I've seen two thirds of the Gutenberg Bible. Oh, have you? Yeah, in the yeah. same the same city. They yeah, the, that was where the. What's funny is, I think Gutenberg was also from Mainz, if I remember right, no, or know. the same region mm-hmm. of, of around Frankfurt mm-hmm. that the Protestant Revolution occurred. They, and the printing press were invented in the same place. Mm. <laughs> like, mm, yeah, yeah. like it's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. A parallel history. The printing press is such a Protestant thing. It is. <laughs> I'm so glad you call it the Protestant Revolution. Is that what I said? Mm-hmm. The revolt. It's better than the reformation. Did I? Is that how I, I thought my, my, that might just be my default phrase? <laughs> no, Protestant revolt. I know. It's good. That's because what that's what it was. Yeah. It's the American Reformation. Like we're not yeah. reforming. I know. <laughs> the American Reformation. The French Reformation. Yeah. Yeah. No. The Chinese Reformation. Reformation. <laughs> we're just going to take Chinese nationalism and reform it into <laughs> communism. <laughs> the Russian Reformation. <laughs> the Bolsheviks just reformed a little some stuff. <laughs> The Bolsheviks were actually the real Russians all along. <laughs> <laughs> this is real Russia. They should have just called it Russia. <laughs> Lenin, Lenin just knew more. He was more Russian than everybody else. <laughs> have you um had any more interesting um theological discussions with Bill or anybody? Not really. Um, no. Um, I did uh, put that. We're going to do the Q&A next week. Mm. Not this week. It's not enough people sent in questions, so mm. I should remind people that. Um, send questions. You have over a week now. Um, I uh, put that the first uh, conversion therapy up. Oh yeah, I, should, I, should, I probably should have said that right off the bat, but it's on the Patreon. I put the first one up on the main feed, oh, good. public, just so people have the first one, and then yeah. you know, probably from here on out, go behind the paywall with it. But um, just extra content. But um, that was good. Yeah, that was a good discussion. Mm-hmm. Can we recap some of that, or you don't want to? Um, it was just you know, yeah, um, kind of a back and forth sharing our different experiences mm. converting and is there like one just because I, I don't know this story so i don't know if his I'm gonna story to, yeah i don't know if i'm gonna have time to listen to it so is there is there like any significant moment that you think i didn't realize that his family didn't give him any pushback really. oh they didn't oh, not okay. really his yeah. mom's a lot more upset about it than his dad is but oh, okay then yeah it's kind of a non-issue with this, you know, it's the, yeah. it's the oh, as long as you have a relationship with Jesus, it's fine. Oh, okay. But they meant it. Yeah. It's, it's like, he was like, oh, this actually wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. Okay. Um, Even his hot sister or? His hot sister. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think she's an atheist or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. He says it all on there. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was good. 
It yeah. was I, I kind of it was kind of slower burn. It was a slower pace, a little yeah. bit less um, energetic, which is kind of that the tone. I guess yeah, the tone yeah. is something like that. But um, um, but no, I've just um, I haven't. I, I I've been kind of busy. I guess. Yeah. We have Thanksgiving and stuff. I'm uh, Joe and I are going to go over to Bill's house. Uh, Bill smoked a whole brisket. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Joe yeah. and I are going to go over there and think Joe's. Or? Yeah. Nice. Joe's uh Joe's caring for a baby. Oof. One baby. Oh, okay. Very easy baby. Oh, okay. So not, not easy. easy like you can have sex with it. Yeah. But like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like easy to care for. <laughs> um, <laughs> but how is Bill around babies? Normally, childless men are not the best. <laughs> He's fine. He's fine. Yeah. Um, Joe's kind of odd because he's like a helicopter. I know he is. He's kind of a helicopter. um, He's a helicopter parent. This helicopter childless single man. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) He was Um, thrusted into that world. Yeah. Um, That'll be good. Bill wants to do some music stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah. Good. Maybe some Ave Maria. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You should sing that. Going to mass. I missed mass last week. Oh, damn. That was so funny. Do you remember saying you were going to pick me up for mass? No, I never said that. It was really, really close. Cause I looked back and yeah. I was like, Oh, there was a 5% margin of error. Yeah. That I, I didn't I, I, interpret. I, I, yeah. I think you just said, what time are you going to mass? And I said, probably around 10 30 okay and then i think it kind of ended there mm. so i thought you I thought it you, was a little bit more than that but it yeah. was still it was any well i'm i'm aware at this point that any vagueness at all is completely vague yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> unless it's said 100 percent explicitly <laughs> 100 and over 100 percent explicitly yeah. i thought you were you were just asking me to know whether you should go there early or not when you said, what time are you going there? Uh, yeah, so well, because 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 uh, Amy was supposed to practice early, so I didn't know if you were like trying to gauge when you should. Because you, you were asking know. me if who is this girl? I forgot her name. Yeah, she doesn't look that good to me. Yeah, that's yeah, so what I said. She's actually not that pretty, but there's so, there's a certain like sexualness about her that I think um uh, that exists. Oh, you know what? The way that I asked if I could get a ride was a little vague. So yes, but still, but it was just like, it was like 12, like 1130. And I was like, I don't think (laughs) what I think was going to happen is happening. So I texted a man. I was like, Hey, did you guys? And she was like, (gasps) (laughs) so I drove myself in and there was no parking. And it was like negative 10 or something. And I was like, I wasn't going to walk. So sorry, God, I didn't make it to mass on Sunday. (laughs) Yeah. That was horribly cold. I know. Uh, yeah, which sucks because we went there so early that we probably could have swung by, picked you up. And I then, know. I just yeah, it was just again that little tiny margin of error. I was like, yeah, I should have. You know, you kind of have to spoon feed an autist sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes the retards can't feed themselves. It just has to be explicit. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Yo, you picking me up, bro? <laughs> yeah, like, it was oh, just yeah. carpet. I mean, I, yeah. obviously I made it fine, but then yeah, there was yeah. no parking, but. Damn. Yeah, because that was funny. Is because I'm a I'm a nuance guy in conversation. I don't have to have things explicitly said. Yeah. So when 
when someone, either you or Amanda, whoever, yeah. was like, yeah, the car's totally full. I'm like, why did you imply? <laughs> <laughs> like, why Why even? I would have gone an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> is what it is, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Yeah. I think it just depends on conversations. Like, if it's... Well, if you can see my eyes and stuff, like that, it would have been much clearer. But over text, especially, like yeah, yeah, with text, it makes it even worse. Yeah, but but I think there's um, I could get nuance if we're discussing in terms of propositional form. Meaning oh, that, duh. yeah, that yeah just, nerd. Um, okay, yes, but, <laughs> but but when we are giving like commands, yeah, like like what is that called? Um, uh, Anyways, the kind of senses that are that is a command, not not stating a truth claim, mm-hmm. um, then it's different because mm-hmm. a command I require a command instruction. Yeah, so to say, open the door. Yeah, if somebody would just be like, "Oh, is that door open? How do you feel about opening that door right now?" Yeah, it's like, well, I said, "No, it's closed." That's why. That's why yeah. somebody says that. But if they by that they they meant a command, hey, can you open this door for me? Or a question, I guess yeah. that is. Um, I, 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 it's hard for me to imply that even in person. Yeah it's like if you're going to ask a question it has to be explicit if it has to be if it's a command which just means you're kind of socially retarded which is fine yes, we know yeah, that yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's but, your charm but i do yeah. think i do think you're a little more vague than you think you are too i think well that's a yeah. white guy is it yeah yeah, yeah I, th- I think that's where it is i think in your head you think that you're being explicit but it's like uh, you're not but no because then i go back and read it. i'm like oh i wasn't being explicit yes yeah 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 but in the moment i think i'm being explicit yeah But yeah, if somebody, if somebody says, hey, because um, I know I could get, people get mad at me for this, because at the moment I can't realize it, but in retrospect, like, oh, okay, I guess the woman was was saying this. If they're saying like, you know, oh, do we have any milk in the fridge? And no. I'm just like, no, it's, oh, it's in the other fridge. Like, if you just ask me, do we have milk there? I'm not, that doesn't imply to me at all. Oh, can you go get it? Oh, that wouldn't to me either. Yeah. And, and so the, the, normally if it's a question, so if you say, oh, what time are you going to mass? Yeah. I'm like uh, a ten. That, that that doesn't mean to me. Implied. Well, I said yeah. then. Can I tag along? To yeah. me, implied carpooling. It didn't to you, and yeah, I know yeah. it didn't because that is vague. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think to my mom or someone. Yeah, they would have known. They would have known. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I just think it's a different. Yeah, probably. You don't have the mental space to be constantly reading into what people are saying. Yeah, I guess I don't. Yeah, <laughs> shit going on. Yeah, but yeah, w- women do w- women do the vagueness um, thing to me too, and that's sometimes I'm just like I, I, I. I the one I thing just, I really, really hate is when people go, "Hey, do you want to do this?" Yes. Yeah. Hey, do you want to throw that in the trash? Right. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Do you want me to? Yeah. <laughs> is that what you meant to ask? Do you want? Did you mean to like, tell me? Yeah. To do that? Elijah drives me insane with that. He he just he's very similar to you there. Like he would say something, mm-hmm. and you know, I do I don't know whether necessarily he's you know telling me that smells good is not the same as saying can I have a plate of that? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I go, man, that smells really good. I'm like, yeah, it does. <laughs> 
I'll just move on with my day. That's the way that I, I always prod him when he does that. There you like, go. Oh, do you want some? Yes. Yeah. But I know he's implying that. Yeah. Hey, dork. So you. The, <laughs> so I don't have like the emotional capacity to play along. Yeah. I think that that's a large part with me with him. It's like, I just, I, I can't right now, man. <laughs> you, know, you want something? Just say it. Um, then I will, then I'll respond. But you yeah. do that. You go, if you want something, just yes. say it. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> you know, sh- sh- <laughs> Because I, I don't have, I just don't have the time for that. You're like, I've been doing this for almost 17 years, buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't, the, the little back and forth, I cannot, I can't do it anymore. We can do it if it's fun. You can do a fun back and forth. Yeah, if it leads to something that I oh, don't want to guess. The poon, huh? The poon, yes. Or money. Yeah. As, you know, if there's something that, that's desirable in the end game. <clears throat> we, uh... I get none of that from from him, so it's like <laughs> money or poon. Yes. <laughs> so just just don't. <laughs> oh poor guy, he has me. That would be such a ridiculous thing to say to your son. <laughs> You're not going to pay me or let me fuck you. So <laughs> just tell me what you want. <laughs> You'd be so horrified. You go, um, okay. <laughs> I think I'm good. Bye. <laughs> oh, man. Such an ass sometimes, I guess. I mean, I am too, but in different ways. Yeah. I think I've gotten less assy. Hmm. Or yeah. maybe I haven't. <laughs> I'm totally not self-aware. <laughs> I think I let my, I think I temper it better. I think I know when yeah. moments I do it more strategically and it's less like a, yes. Yeah. Like a baby. With a I think hammer. people are just getting to know you more too. And so it's just around of, the house. Yeah, and stuff. You yeah. just expect it now that yeah. <laughs> nobody's going to get the, the, the emotions have tampered down greatly. Yeah. So yeah, which means them. I get to be comfortable. Yeah. Yes. You could just be a dick. And it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it's always fine yeah yeah it's always fine Daddy, <laughs> what are you doing Daddy, well we can just say bye okay bye. bye bye can you say bye bye